How's it going, folks? You are listening to the Professional Horror Podcast, the only podcast that occasionally flies solo. I am your host, Chris Donovan, and normally this would be the point where I say, joining me this week, or here's my guest, as the intro may have led you to believe, I'm flying solo today. Scheduling people can be pretty difficult for this podcast, and this time of year when there are just horror movies aplenty coming out, I felt I really need to have a couple little mini episodes, little quick hit reviews where it's just me talking to you guys, just so I can cover as many movies as possible. There's a lot of excitement this Halloween season. There's a lot of fun movies that I can't wait to watch, I can't wait to talk about, and so that's why we're doing this. And also, hopefully it'll break up the lull between episodes, because I'm just one man, and editing hour-long podcasts is really exhausting. So hopefully these little... Little mini reviews, little mini episodes. It'll be a good way to balance this out a little bit, you know, keep it all going smoothly. And also, I apologize for any audio differences, any background noise you might be hearing. I am currently recording this in my car. Uh, no gimmick infringement intended to the good people at Nightmare on Film Street podcast. This is not a drive home from the drive in. I am not driving, nor was I in a drive-in. I wish I was. But as I am recording this, it is 2 a.m., and everyone in my house is asleep, so I figured it would be pretty rude to start recording an episode in there. So, here we are. With all that out of the way, let's get to the reason you guys clicked on this episode. I just got out a couple hours ago, got out of a viewing of Assassination Nation, and I've got some things to say. I really wanted to get this episode out as soon as possible after watching it, because there was... Wow, it was a lot. I'll give you guys the plot synopsis of this film really quick. Salem High School senior Lily Colson, played by Odessa Young, and her pals spend their time in a haze of social media and partying. When the people of Salem are targeted in a malicious data hack, all privacy is destroyed and lives are ruined as deadly secrets are exposed. The small town turns on each other and descends into violent chaos as they hunt for their culprit. Lily and her friends must band together if they want to survive the night and restore peace in the town they love in this satirical teen thriller. Assassination Nation made its theatrical debut today, Thursday, September the 20th. So if you have not seen it, don't worry. This review is going to be completely spoiler-free. If all you're wanting to know is, should I watch it this weekend, if you're listening to it right away, I would say yes. I'd say yes. Go watch it. However, know what you're getting into. This film goes places. It's an extreme film. If you saw the trailer and you were like, I don't know about this, you might not enjoy seeing it. But if you saw the trailer and were like, hell yeah, I want this, go a thousand times. You're going to adore this film. So Assassination Nation, as of right now, like which like I said, this is September 20th, the Thursday. It hasn't made its, you know, the first weekend's not over. I'm sure there are, four, there are more reviews of this movie to come, and not a lot of audience reaction yet as it has just come out. But as of right now, it sits at a 5 out of 10 on IMDb, a 67% approval on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 53% approval on Metacritic. And as always, I'll give you guys what Rotten Tomatoes has as its critical consensus. <clears throat> Assassination Nation juggles exploitation and socially aware elements with mixed results, but genre fans may find it too stylish and viscerally energetic to ignore. Also, this film is written and directed by Sam Levinson, and it stars a four-woman group as the as our leads. Odessa Young as Lily, Hari Neff as Bex, Suki Waterhouse as Sarah, and Abra as M. That's all her name is on Wikipedia, and IMDb is just Abra. So first of all, let's talk about a few things that I really liked. I think this movie is stylish as hell. The cinematography, the lighting, it's definitely a film with the volume turned up. If I were to describe Assassination Nation with one word, it would probably be raw. It's in your face, it is. it, it wears its heart on its sleeve. Occasionally it's to its detriment, occasionally there are a few things that I wish they had 
hadn't they had peeled back a little bit, went for a little bit more subtle means of communication as opposed to the very extreme way that it's presented. I just thought it was it was very raw and very powerful at times. There are certain sequences that I was just blown away by. From what I've seen online, a lot of people think it was a little too extreme, like it was exploitation film genre, and they really wanted a more subdued film. But I would counter that by saying there are some moments in this movie where you cannot get across what they're trying to get across by going halfway. You have to just lather it on the screen. And that emotion, that that power from the screen really resonated with me. It's so hard to do things non-spoilery because I always love talking about spoilers with you guys. But there are certain sequences that are just so moving. There's a, This is not a spoiler. It's early in the movie. There's a scene that starts off as a press conference and moves into more of like public trial almost. It's very... Very powerful stuff. Assassination Nation, which is a title that is a tongue twister a little bit. I've tried to say it to a bunch of people and I keep I keep flubbing up, so apologies if I do it during the episode. Assassination Nation is a modern retelling or a revamped version. It's literally a reboot of the Salem Witch Trials. Sim- a lot of the motifs are there from the original Salem Witch Trials. I'm not an expert on Salem Witch Trials, but living in New England, I've heard my share and to a certain extent, it's almost like, what if you went to the, to the age of the, of the Salem Witch Trials and said, here are guns and cars, go nuts. Like, how fast would the accusations fly and how fast would the retaliation to witches' actions be if they all had cell phones and cars and guns? Basically, that's what... I, I feel stupid to be like, well, it's not like the actual Salem Witch Trials, because of course it's not, but it turns up the volume on what the witch trials were in Salem. It's very extreme, especially in the second half of the film it gets very violent and it's just incredible stuff a lot of it a lot of it's really great stuff i'm just literally tripping over myself trying to get out words about this movie I really enjoyed a lot of the performances in this movie. I feel like the leads, particularly uh, Odessa Young as Lily and Hari Neff, who actually is a transgendered woman and she plays a transgendered character here dealing with a lot of transphobia. I felt like her performance was fantastic, as was Odessa Young as Lily. Like I feel like in their main four of our leads, Sarah and M did take a little bit of a back seat, literally later on in the film, but I feel like they still came across as fun side characters, whereas Lily and Bex dominated a lot more. And there's a lot of interesting side characters like Bill Skarsgård plays Lily's boyfriend Mark and it's weird to see Bill, to, to see Bill Skarsgård as a teenager. I, I understand he's kind of a young guy but he does not look like a teenager. He looks like a full-grown adult. And also certain characters like Coleman Domingo as Principal Terrell, Joel McHale as Nick. I feel like there are a lot of characters here who just do some fantastic stuff. The number one thing that I wanted to gush about is the cinematography and the lighting. Like I said, it's very stylized. It's very stylish. It's visually delightful. There's a lot of very long tracking shots, especially one about two-thirds of the way through the movie. No spoilers, but I swear to God, this shot, which I'm sure there was a lot of creative cuts in there, but it looked like a solid five-minute scene of just this very, very long tracking shot, and it was so suspenseful and so fascinating just to watch. I'm, I was literally watching it, and I'm like, how long has this shot been going on? I was like, I was at a loss of breath watching this scene. By that point, the film had had me hook, line, and sinker. I was in it. I feel like there are a couple moments where I would have appreciated a little bit more of a subtle touch to it, but at the same time, like I said earlier, since so much of the film is really raw and really intense, 
that could have been balanced out with a few more moments that were subdued. But I would rather have the entire movie turned up to 11 than, than go the opposite way. I'd rather everything be nuts and in your face and just intense than have a, this movie be turned down a couple notches. Because some of the, some of the scenes are just absolutely insane. Also, I'd be remiss if I did not mention the fact that this film is about as timely as can be, I feel like, because there's a lot, a lot, a lot of not-so-subtle connections between this film and the current political situation. They're, like I said, they're not subtle. And just like how the film turned the dial up on the Salem Witch Trials themselves, it also turns the dial up on the real-world events that they are bringing into the film. Earlier when I said I would recommend watching this film with a butt, this was the issue that i was talking about it's very political the film has a lot to say in the realm of politics not politics specifically but a lot of things in our current realm of society a lot of big societal questions about misogyny about transphobia about racism about mom mentality about the sexualization of women and, and their role in society and if you can't tell from the trailer which direction it is going to approach those topics from then i, I don't know to tell you what i'm saying is that's why i say watch the trailer first if you think i don't know about this you're probably gonna hate it but if you are like you know what i'm kind of into this i feel like you'll absolutely love this film i enjoyed it to no end and i honestly hope that later on down the line maybe when this has its dvd release or something like that that i can get a guest who wants to come on and talk about this film because i want to watch it again i want to see it again and i want to talk to people about this movie because i feel like that's going to be a very interesting thing that this movie presents i'm wondering what the conversation about this movie is going to be going forward if there is one i hope it doesn't just kind of slip through and is ignored by people because it has a lot it has a lot to say some of it is a little bit ham-fisted but i think a lot of it is very very important stuff to talk about i think that's all i have for this film like if i'm gonna boil it down i would say the actors are really good the script is a little bit muddy but it gets the point across it but like i said i'd rather this film be extra than not enough and this film is plenty extra the cinematography and the lighting is what does it for me this this is why i would say even if even if this film was didn't have all this really fascinating societal issues to talk about, if it was just a normal, non-satirical thriller, but it had this amount of silence in it, I would be... I would still be very excited to talk about it and very much have enjoyed the product. The fact that it has all this fascinating stuff to talk about is just ice on the cake for me. So as a final grade, I'm going to give it uh, about an eight and a half out of ten. It's not a nine or above just because while the script has its issues and while there are certain sequences where I feel like it could have honed in a little bit more, even if it's not subduing what you have, it's sort of eliminating a couple of scenes that you don't need. There's some very long party sequences towards the end where there's some really cool stuff with our main characters and there's a few other tidbits in there that are just kind of unimportant. So I feel like there, I would have appreciated a little bit more of a focus in the first half of the film, which is what's keeping it from being a 9 out of 10. But I still greatly enjoyed this film and I can't wait to watch it again. Well, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Let me know if you guys like this sort of quick hit solo episode format so I can, you know, get some feedback on if I should keep doing these or not. I plan on doing another episode next week for Hellfest that comes out. I'm looking forward to that one a lot. It looks really cool. But yeah, let me know if you guys are enjoying this. And you can do that by emailing me at professionalhorror at gmail.com. You can also send me some stuff there for any questions, any ideas 
anything at all. I'm here to talk. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Professional Horror. And I don't know, comment on pictures or something. That'd be cool. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. It really helps not only the podcast grow, but it helps me feel like I'm doing something good here. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. So that's all I got for you guys this week. I'll just catch you guys, fingers crossed, next week for Hellfest. And until then, stay scary, but keep it professional.